0: Okay, There we go. Whoa, feedback. This, this is, is ugly Phil. What are you waiting for? Rubber Do it! Triple M.
1: Hang on, my headphones are breaking. Wait, one of the few things that doesn't want to work in 2016. Although, even though some people are back at work, a lot of people are still on holiday. Not the guy who continually rang me non-stop over Christmas, the telemarketer with a deal for me. Eventually, I felt that drastic measures had to be called for. Hello, can I speak to Phil O'Neill? Who's calling? Uh, you've been selected to receive one month's free mobile phone use with. Uh, How do you know uh, Phil? Uh, are you a friend of his? No, I'm just calling to offer yeah, you. Yeah, hang on a second. Hey guys, yeah, make sure you dust for prints, all right? Listen, I need to ask you a few questions regarding your relationship with Phil O'Neill, yeah? I'm just ringing to offer him a, um, see, I work for a telemarketing company. Listen, I need your full name, uh, and you may need Um, to come in for further questioning as well. Maybe you should talk to my supervisor. Can you give me your whereabouts, please? I'm at work. And what were your movements in the last 18 hours? I've been home, and uh, I I came to work this morning. Right, can anybody corroborate that? What? What is that? Is that a finger? Make sure you bag that, all right? I don't get any prints on it. Oh, uh, yeah, where were you last night between the hours of 8 and 10 o'clock? Sure, I'm, I'm just a, I'm just a telemarketer. Did I... you and Mr. O'Neill recently argue at all? No, I, I don't know him. How, how did you get this number, son? Told you, I, I don't even know the guy. I were just... you Mr. O'Neill's lover? What? Do you own a red sequin gown? Got some ideas for some upcoming shows for Shannon Noll, because I think he was on Dancing with the Stars. That would have been a couple of years ago. But he needs to be back on the big screen in 2016. That's coming up in a sec. Here's The Killers, the Rubber Room in Triple M. 21 Pilots stressed out. It's the Rubber Room in Triple M. Nobody's stressed out. Everybody's pretty much chilled out after the holidays. Until, of course, you had to catch public transport. Then, with all of the changes and the tickets and the routes, there you are. We're back to just before the end of 2015 again. So, I got Shannon Knoll on the phone. I got a segment called Snap My Pitch Up. I got some ideas for Shannon to get him on telly. Let's see if he takes any of them. Shannon, Noel, thanks for being part of Snap My Pitch Up. Okay, cool. So you're under no obligation. Right. Okay, well, the first one, you go to uh, Dallas, Texas, and you go to the famous book depository there, and you grow all sorts of, like, uh, exotic plants. It's like a gardening show, but the show's called The Grassy Knoll. <laughs> yeah. Do you like I that?
2: You
1: yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll put that down as impossible. Now the other one. This is kind of like a, a reality show. It's a celebrity show for you know celebrities that want to be investment bankers. Okay. okay. And then you give them portfolios, and uh, they have to go and make the best deals. And whoever doesn't do very well, you sack them. And the show's called Null and Void.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yep. No, we're going to have to see how that one would work. All right, okay,
1: I'll put that one down. Uh, another show is where every week, this will run over 13 weeks, you will learn a new skill and then you'll be tested on it at the end and the show's called Shannon Knowledge. <laughs> there you go. You like that? Yeah, that's yeah. good. Okay. Knoll-aid. Yeah, and there's one more, and if you like this, this is going to be good too, because this is work you know, internationally. You yeah. do different cover versions of Oasis songs. It'll be open to a judging panel to decide whether it's Noel or Noel. Oh,
0: rather,
1: Because it's a, an Oasis song. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. Oh, that's a cracker. <laughs> yeah, well, that's
1: not a bad idea. All right, okay, I'll get that down, mate. That's good. <laughs> Easy to work with you. <laughs> Just quiet tonight, isn't it? Do you think the phones are working?
3: Yeah, I think they're working. I'm not sure. Do
1: you want me to test them? Hang on. Yeah, okay. All right, hold on. I, I don't think it's working. I, no, you're not coming up through the thingy. I think there's a problem. One triple three five three. if you're trying to get through to us, that might be the issue. Give us a ring here. I think we have an issue with our phones. Give us a call, see if they work. By the way, did I ever tell you about the time that Brian Johnson of ACDC
0: went to see if he could get auditioned by the band but didn't know who he was actually going to talk to i had the telephone call uh, which is still the funniest call ever from a girl yes. and she said uh, you must come for this group come to london yes. and i said i don't think i can afford to come down to london yes. and she said no you must come i said well who's it for and she said i cannot tell you it's top <laughs> secret <laughs> and i said well i'm not coming down unless you tell us she went yes the initials are AC and DC. I said, you mean I DC? Well, that wasn't very hard. And I said, well, geez, I'll pop down. Somebody lent me the car. I'll never forget. Thank God. And I went in and uh, of course I started playing pool with the roadies first. <laughs> I went upstairs and I, I walked into the room and the guys were sitting on their chairs, you know, with all this huge equipment behind them. More than I'd ever seen in my life. And uh, I remember my Mar- got off and he went, Ah, oh, are you Brian? I said, yes, I am. And he said, Ah, oh, yeah, get yourself a drink, mate. Make yourself comfortable. And straight away, I felt good, you know. And then he said, what do you want to sing? And I said, I'll do Nudbush City Limits by <laughs> Tina Turner. And he went,
1: what? <laughs> hey, I think the phone's working. I'll check him out after this. Yeah, it's the Rubber Room on Triple N. Yes, there are people out there. Hallelujah. Thank the goodness, Lord, for that. How you doing, Mark? Good, mate. How you going? Good. It's good to hear from you. We were a bit concerned there for a sec.
2: No, it's coming through loud and clear, mate.
1: Are you back at work? I'll,
2: be, I'll
1: go back tomorrow. Oh, lazy. Yeah, yeah, so
2: I'm just driving up the uh, M1 seeming rain,
1: mate. Hello, Matt, how are you? Good, Phil, how you doing, bud? Welcome back to the Rubber Room 2016. When do you get back to work? Uh, not for another week, mate. Everyone's got time off. What are you doing? I'm just sitting around, having a few and listening to Triple M. Well, it's nice to have you back on the Rubber Room in 2016, buddy. Thanks, mate. How are you, Graham? Good, mate. Yourself? Good. What are you doing? Uh, just listening to the radio, mate. Fantastic. How much longer have you got off? Uh, none. Worked today. How was it? First one back, back? into it. Yeah, relaxing. It was good. Yeah, back that's... in the office today. Hardly anybody around. A bit like here.
0: Construction site tomorrow, and then for the rest of the year. So. Right, okay. <laughs> well, you're building
1: a better future for Australia. I am. How are you, Brendan? Yeah, yeah, mate. Good. good, good, mate. Good to have you back. Are you on holidays or are you back at work? No, mate, I've been working right through. Have you? What do you do? Oh, I'm a farmer. I work on the farm picking eggs, mate. Eggs never, uh, yeah, they never stop, mate. Well, I hate to tell you this, you being a farmer, but they don't come out of the ground, they come out of chickens. That's what you've been doing yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's right, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy X just told me off for having the music too loud. (laughs) And here she is with the gig guide. Your
0: name's not down, you're not coming in. Not tonight, you're not on the list.
3: I'm Sammy X with your gig guide. Tonight in Sydney, Altie and Childs at the Fitzroy Hotel, the Maccabees and the Creases at the Metro, and Gary Clark Jr. at the Opera House. And in Melbourne tonight, the Weather Station at Northcote Social Club, and Mac DeMarco at 170 Russell. I'm Sammy X. Happy 2016.
1: Blah. I do have high hopes for 2016, despite the fact that we have zero festivals happening in Australia this year. Well, festivals that, you know, you and me want to go to anyway. But I've still got high hopes for... Album releases from Metallica or Nine Inch Nails, and we got tours from Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath as well. We'll look out for that. Gazzo, great to see you again. Happy New Year.
2: Look, it's great to be back on your show, Phil. I, I do enjoy the rubber room.
1: What else would you be doing at this time of the night? <laughs> oh,
2: God. I haven't got a life. So. Watching
1: Australia's Got Talent? <laughs> Legion Music Festival is going to be an interesting one.
2: Yeah, Australia's first band-funded heavy music festival. Now, this is coming together in flash fire fashion uh, because of the Soundwave cancellation. Yep. And it'll feature appearances by X soundwave 2016 acts. Uh, by that, I mean... Devil You Know, uh, Darkest Hour, Battlecross, Caligula's Horse, Rick Dangerous and the Silky Bantams.
1: So they've got dates for it, but it's being crowdfunded and I think they're well below at this particular stage the amount of money it, they need.
2: I think they, they're trying to crowdfund a target of $3 million, but at, at this point I just had a little look. It's around about six and a half thousand, so it's, unless yeah. mm, people get onto it, pretty ASAP, but I don't know if it's going to happen.
1: Devil You Know, not the Kylie Minogue version, although I did do the locomotion whilst they was on
2: Better the devil you know
1: what's coming up next hour kylie
2: oh we're gonna hear about tommy lee and how he uh, really went out with a bang in the last motley Crue show
1: also in just a sec a bit of controversy surrounding the big bang theory tune which apparently is ripped off from a child's nursery rhyme we'll give that some plagiarizing thieving bastard business after this i had two people of a i hate to be a posh but of a bogan persuasion making love in my hotel room next to me whilst i was on holiday and why is it that people of a lower socio-economic ratio make louder love than normal people i'm just putting it out there james laid it's the rubber room at triple m so uh apparently warm kitty which is a poem from back in 1933 has been ripped off by the big bang theory people according to a couple of p- women who've put a federal lawsuit together in America let's do it
0: been charged with despicable crimes you stole from my kids have a look at you yourselves they're not like you they are criminals you thieving so Soft Kitty
1: was written in 1933 it comes from a 1937 book of nursery school rhymes and apparently the mothers or the I beg your pardon the daughters of the mother who wrote it are now saying that there's got to be a lawsuit in this let's do the comparison was in a hot dense state. Big bang theory 14 billion years ago expansion started. way <laughs> the earth began to cool the atmosphere began to drum and all developed tools we built a wall And I want to snap scientists to unraveling the mystery. All started with the big bang. Right, let's compare that with Warm Kitty, the poem from
2: 1933. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of girl. Really? happy kitty sleepy.
1: The began to me Maybe the tools. We built a wall. We built the What? What's that so funny?
3: Are you serious?
1: It's a slower down version
3: but No, are you serious?
1: <laughs> You're not hearing it? No! Anybody
0: else hear that? By fear, and whose conscience will give them no rest. Inside the dimly lit world of pulp fiction, one man continues a relentless assassination of popular counterculture. The rubber rooms, ugly film. Simple. Go. All the animals call
1: night. How are you, Craig? What's going on? Um, not. Poem. Yeah, it's the palm. Penny says to Sheldon when he's sick. Yeah, but they that's say it. that that's also from the theme to the Big Bang Theory. Oh, I don't know the theme, but the words is the palm. Penny says to Sheldon when he's sick. Is that right? Okay, appreciate sure that, Craig. Hey, Pax, what's up, man? Hey, mate. Um, just letting you know that's the actual song that the chick um sings to him when he's sick. Sheldon. Yeah. Right. What's her name? Penny, isn't it? Yes. That's right. Okay. Got it. Casey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? What's going on?
2: I'm just ringing up about the warm kitty on Big
1: Bang. Yeah, that's the song that Penny sings to Sheldon exactly, when he's yes. sick. I don't know if you knew that.
2: Yes, I did. Now I was going to ring up and tell you because it sounded like you were comparing it to the theme song No, cause. no,
1: I wouldn't do that. I'm not that silly. Jono, yeah, that's the song that Penny sings to Sheldon when he's sick.
0: Uh, you realise that's, that's the wrong thing. That's the uh, nursery rhyme they sing when they're sick to each other.
1: Apparently so, yeah. It's going to go on all night, isn't it? Nathan! Hey, Phil. That's the song that Penny sings to Sheldon when he's sick. That's right. It's nothing to do with the nothing theme Nothing to do song. with the theme at all. I don't know where I got that from.
0: I have no idea,
1: man. Yeah, okay, all right. Make me feel lousy then. Andrew. Phil. Did you know that that's the song, the nursery rhyme, that Penny sings to Sheldon when he's yes, sick? I, I did indeed. Nothing to do with the theme of the song at all? N- nothing to do with
0: the theme song yeah. whatsoever. Okay,
1: so now I've, I've told everybody, do you understand the concept as well now?
0: I do indeed, and it is exactly the same as the song Penny sings to Sheldon when he's sings. Sick, Yana. Yeah,
1: right, thank you. And there's no need for you to sit there with that shit-eating grin on your face either.
3: I can't stop laughing.
1: All right. Okay. Well, what about the Back to the Fu- Future theme ripped off by the band The Animals?
3: Um. Okay. Will you
1: give me that? Want to play it to you? What about Whitney Houston ripping off the theme to the X Men? Would you give me that if I play it to you?
3: I don't believe anything. Oh, well, you can get all you of say. your
1: friends to ring me up and tell me off and accuse me of not understanding what I'm saying on the radio, huh? Huh? Can I at least have a bit of justice here? After you got your crazed mob baying for justice like they were on a train, ringing up and hassling me there a moment ago, baying for blood, tearing me apart bit by bit. Okay. Well, what you got then? It's not the Craig from Redfern show, incidentally, or the, the Casey from The Block. It is the Ugly Phil show.
3: It's actually the Rubber Room.
0: Been charged with despicable crimes. You
1: stole from my kids. Have oh, a look at
0: yourselves. You're not like you. They are criminals. You thieving bastards.
1: Are you familiar with the X-Men theme from 1992? I have to
3: admit, no, I'm not.
1: Well, then you won't know about this, but I'll show you. X-Men theme from 1992. Right, compare that to Whitney Houston's I Will Be Your Baby Tonight from 1980. Yeah? Oh, how can you not hear that?
3: A little bit, actually, yeah.
1: All right, one more for you. Are you familiar with the Back to the Future theme? Uh,
3: you? Play it to me. Right, okay.
1: Of course, yeah. Right, okay. Compare that to the animals, the band from many years before, nineteen sixty six, and don't bring me down. It's startling. Hey.
3: No, I'm not getting it. You're not getting it? I'm not getting it. Are
1: you sure? Are you are you listening to the right program? <laughs> Oh, it's great to be back in the Rubber Room to have the greatest music known to mankind on Triple M. Just got uh, a message from Scott Redburn via the Rubber Room Facebook page. and He says, hey, Ugly, you were talking about and asking why people of lower standing have louder sex. It's because men with big dicks don't care about money. Is that right? With that in mind, I should have more in the bank. I was talking to one of the guys who works here, Rob, and he was limping around today. And I said, what's up, mate? And he said, i got a, a knee problem. And he said, anterior cruciate ligament. Worst pain you can have as a human being. And I said, oh, contraire. Try perforated disc, lower spine, Touching the sciatic nerve, and he's like, I've never had back pain. I said, You have never experienced pain. Mind you, I've never had the anterior cruciate ligament in the knee either. But anyway, that brings me to this. What is the worst pain you've done to yourself? And is the knee pain worse than the lower back pain? Not a chance, I'll tell you that for a fact. You got that lower back pain, you are doomed, man. You're just six inches close to death. But anyway, Is it worse than the worst pain you can have? And what is that? What did you do to yourself that's worse than back pain? I was saying before that one of the guys who works here has had an anterior cruciate ligament, which is a knee problem. I said that ain't nothing compared to lower back pain, especially if you've got, you know, which I have perforated disc. When that touches the side nerve, it's good night, Irene. However, apparently there's worse. Dave, how are you, man? Not bad, Feel yourself? I'm okay, mate. What did you do to yourself? This morning, I can only just start talking root canal therapy. Oh, you know but what? Root you know, canal... The worst pain in the world. I've done ligaments, breakages, everything. This is the worst. I'm glad you've called me after the fact, because I had a root canal once, and they drilled down to the actual gum, and then the dentist put what was probably a spike... Inside, yes. just to see, you know, how far down, etc. And then he does the extra. Didn't tell me that I had the spike in my mouth, and yeah, I closed the, my mouth. Yes, the probing spot. They don't want to tell you Straight about Straight into the gum, man. Yes. I can totally relate. <laughs> and the abscess
0: blows up. And oh,
1: it yeah. It's like, <laughs> is that my breath? No, don't worry about it. I'll just keep going. <laughs> Kev, what did you do to yourself? Too much alcohol. And is that worse, a hangover, than a bad back? Oh mate, that is like, the, the, I was in hospital for 12 days and the nurse said the only thing that she could compare it to was childbirth. You had a hangover for 12 days? No, no, I was in hospital with pancreatitis for 12 I days. I was going to say, I mean that's a hell of a lot of drinking, but that as a result of the hangover, right? As a result of the alcohol? That was a result of the alcohol, yeah. Wow. How are you now? Are you okay? You sworn off the, the poison? Uh, well, I actually had a second episode and that, so now I'm off it, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought I'd test it, test it again. Yeah, why not? Just to see, you know, just in case I got it wrong the first time. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah. what you do to yourself, Doug? I had a motorbike accident. Yep. And I fell off, and me, my leg got stuck between the tank and the handlebars of the of the of, of the of the motorbike. Yeah. And what it's done, it's dead set. Literally, I don't know how to explain it. It's changed the form of my muscle. It crushed my muscle, so it hasn't actually broken a bone. Yeah. But what it's done, it's changed the shape of my flesh. Wow. I kid you not. Can you send me a photo? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to work that out on the internet because I'm trying to get on internet dating, but I can't figure <laughs> it out, Don't put mate. that
1: on there. I don't think you're going to get laid if they see that. <laughs> I, I can't
0: figure it out, Not mate.
1: the ugly muscle they were looking for.
0: <laughs> not the ugly
1: muscle, mate. Ian, what did you do to yourself, man? Um, well, no, not, not sexy and it's not fun. But no. Open heart surgery where you ribs the cracked open. Oh, my dad had that. He said yeah, it was I'll terrible. I've had it twice so I can remember. Yeah, once at twenty one, once twenty one, and once at forty two. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not fun. Kev says his hangover was worse. Well, Kev the wimp then. <laughs> Go to the Rubber Room Facebook page, by the way. See a photo of Sammy X's cat. Make a couple of comments if you want. Hey, Jason Allen was just telling me that the Big Bang song that I was referring to earlier is the nursery rhyme that Penny sings to Sheldon when he's not well. Yeah, I knew that. That was the point I was making. See, by the way. And Ebony Graves just said, Phil, you want a song comparison? Killing Joke's 80s. Compare that with Nirvana's come as you are. I've done that before. In case you missed it, I'll do that tomorrow. That's a great one, too. What a great band. Killing Joke, where... This is that story I was telling you about, about the strippers. More than 700 foreign strippers received a special Swiss work permit in 2015. Part of a controversial program, but Tony Abbott wishes he thought of this. Switzerland began awarding eight-month permits in 1995 to women from outside the EU that wanted to come to the country to work as strippers and cabaret dancers. And about 751 people received the so-called stripper visa. That's fantastic. That was uh, up until about 2014. 712 people last year, and now they're cancelling it, which is a shame because I I like the idea of what's your visa? I'm here as a stripper. And I know that you would never do it, Sammy X. No, of course not.
3: (laughs) Stop looking at me like that. I'm
1: not asking you to be a prostitute. I'm just saying that, you know, if I was a woman, I would do it because to me it's. I don't know if it's all that, but it seems like, you know, guys can't touch you.
3: Hang on a minute. If if you were a woman you would do it? I
1: think I would, yeah.
3: Yeah, but the thing is, this I mean, is I'd what be a really ugly. Say.
1: I'd be a really ugly stripper.
3: Yeah, but all guys say that, oh yeah, I'd be a stripper, but like it takes a certain type of woman to be a stripper and also like men have got no idea what it's like to be a woman and have men ogle them.
1: No, okay, all right. But if I I was a woman and I knew that, you know, this was a way for me to make some money without a man touching me, you say, no, it's not what you're saying, no, don't do it because it's just not worth it. It's easy
3: for a man to say, if I were a woman, I'd be a stripper. All right.
1: I mean, if I was, I'd be an ugly one. But nonetheless, if I was an attractive one and I knew that I wouldn't have to have people touching me, because I'm, you know, like, I don't want that, but I could just dance up and down a pole and it was money. I would see it as something I would do. I would perhaps go for that as my career choice. In
3: in that logic, then, why don't you do it as a male stripper?
1: Nobody in their right mind. Even the drunkest middle-aged housewife wants to see me in a damn cheese. Is it still a viable job choice to work as a, if you like, exotic dancer? Or is it completely a waste of bloody time and a pain in the ass, and you get people like me ogling over you? (laughs) Have a listen to this story. A Chilean model, Daniela Chavez who I think may have been a Playboy Playboy playmate, I'm not sure. Anyway, just think about the Chilean model thing. Was having difficulty trying to find out what to get her boyfriend for his birthday, so her solution was to invite a female friend over who was also a model for dinner, and then the three of them go back to the bedroom for a bit of three-way business. (laughs) Which isn't something you'd find in a driving test. Apparently, she said, it was the birthday of my favourite guy and I'd spent two days walking around shopping malls, but I couldn't find him the perfect gift. No luck. So then I suddenly had a brain flash and I thought, what about a night of passion? Would he like a trio with me and another girl? Apparently, he was sitting there having dinner when he was surprised to find that the other girl had just arrived at the house, and he was even more surprised to find out that the female friend and I started kissing and we got naked and then we invited him to the bedroom and that was his birthday present, a menage a trois with me and another playmate. Well, do you know what? That's really selfish Selfish. You know, she, she could have got him an Xbox or a nice fossil watch, and she gives him that. Which brings me to the news item of the day.
0: two playboy models were arrested this week at san antonio international airport got into a fight with a passenger on board a flight from denver police say the two were so drunk they were a threat to themselves and to others
1: apparently one of the women one of the two women turned to the woman she had had the altercation with and said To the effect, paraphrasing here, you shouldn't mess with me, I'm a celebrity.
0: The police report also says Gamba made sexual advances toward two officers. Both of the models ended up spending about five hours in jail for public intoxication.
1: Wow, imagine being the cop on that arrest. And they're like, well, just, you know, don't arrest us. And if you don't, we'll make it very good for you. We'll make you happy. We'll both make you happy. (laughs) you would be like, I've taken an oath, madam! I've taken an oath, ma'am! Ain't no way I can go down the long arm of the law, baby! You may find this a bit disturbing. He
0: held me.
1: Go!
0: The rubber room.